Hello, and welcome to Running Inside Out Podcast, where we talk about the races we ran in, the races we're not in, and getting outside to see what's going on inside the Rochester running scene. In this episode, Erica Sino tells us all about her journey to and through her first 13.1, from a never runner to a sometimes runner to a you-can't-be-a-runner, to a determined runner. Erica's story of finding motivation through adversity is as interesting as it is entertaining. Before we get into it with Erica, I'd like to tell you about a new upcoming adventure. I'm partnering with nutritionist Natalie Thompson in a full teardown and rebuild of my relationship with food and eating. You know, starting it over. And I'm looking for four dedicated people who want to join me on this new path. Basically, Natalie and I are going to work together and we're going to make some podcasts while we do it. So I'll talk all about my experiences and um, her coaching and kind of what our goals are and how I'm getting through them uh, as I go through three months of her program. And we're looking for four other people that want to come along with us. Now, this isn't just like a lose weight adventure, you know, uh, it, though for me and possibly some of you, it's going to be a uh, greatly desired side effect, but it's more about removing old ingrained habits and emphasizing and reaffirming the good habits and learning a bunch of new stuff really about food and how to, how to make it easy to be healthy and not fall back into a life of convenience, um, bad convenience foods, make the good foods convenient food, you know, those things. But the thing about Natalie's coaching is that it's different for everyone. Uh, so maybe you want to gain weight. Maybe you feel like you've been eating healthy and you just aren't seeing the results you'd like to see. Um, and that's why we want four people to come along on this so we can get four different experiences besides just mine. Uh, so you'll be coached in confidentiality by Natalie, and then we will talk about your general experiences and whatever you'd like to share on the podcast. So in short, if you're listening to this before June 15th and you're interested in working with Natalie to revamp your nutrition and chatting with me about how it goes and sharing your story with others, and if you're willing to commit to three months of working with Natalie, then email me at chris at runninginsideoutpodcast.com or, you know, you can message me on the Facebook or the Twitters or whatever, uh, and I'll have many more details for you. With that, let's get into the trails, training, food, friends, and yes, even feelings of runners just like you. You know, I've, we've known each other for a long time, but you're not, you've never been exactly like, hey, I'm a runner, let's go running. Never. <laughs> so, so what's up with that? Well, uh, after having my ankle surgery a few years ago, it was my motivation to get back in and make sure that uh, I can prove them wrong, that I, I can actually run again. So, so you had an ankle surgery and they were like, you're never going to run. Sorry. Yeah, they took a third of my joint out. They said you might not even walk right again. So what the heck? How'd that happen? Um, probably previous damage years ago. I didn't know. I started training for a half a few years ago, and that didn't work out very well, and I had some injuries, and I couldn't run. And and then it ended up, I think what it leads out to is uh, not stretching enough. Mm -hmm. So they took 
a third of your like you you're missing pieces of your ankle. And they're like, you just why don't you ride a bike or something? Yeah. Uh-huh. No more of that. Um, do some weight training. All right. So uh, three years ago, right? And then so when did you decide like you're going to start running? Like when did you actually feel good about it? So a, a year ago, January, a friend and I decided we're going to run once a week. And we stuck to it. It was just more of let's go out, put a few miles out there, mm-hmm. get some chit-chat in. And that was it. And then the end of the summer hit, um, and September came along, and I said <laughs> to two of my friends that we were meeting in the morning to run, and I said, uh, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, we're, I'm signing you girls up. We're going to run the Flower City Half. And they go, no, we're not. And I go, yeah, yeah, we are. And sure enough, it started out with two of us, turned into three, and then, then there were five. So along the way, we met usually at least three or four times a week in the mm-hmm. morning to do our runs, but it was more about the camaraderie, mm-hmm. which was fun. So you start, you're like, okay, okay, okay. Uh, here's, here's sort of my deal is um, for for everybody like that says, I'm going to go run once a week, like usually they just kind of don't do it anymore, right? And right. something happened where you suddenly became like, this is a thing that you like to do all the time. And was it was it really like your friends? Yeah, that was my outlet. Right. It was easy enough to go and do it anytime, go anywhere to do it anytime. Mm-hmm. And we can sit and chit-chat or run and chit-chat. Yeah, sitting is not, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sitting's not exactly the way to do that. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. Uh, so nine months of once a week, and back in September, you decided to get ready for the Flower City Half, which yeah. just happened. So you had from September to April. And I think the first time like I met your running friends was at the Winter Warrior Half Marathon. And so up at that point... Were you like, were you training for this thing? Like, did you have, did you have a a plan? Yeah, I, I went online and I searched and I asked um, a group that I will run with periodically, you know, what they suggested because they've run halves and fulls and Mm -hmm. taken plans. So I found a plan online that I thought would work best with our schedule and I doubled it out. Right. And then... We were good up until Christmas. Yeah. And then Christmas hit, and then January hit, and then yeah. nobody wanted to run. Right. And I, I can sort of know the end of this story. Um, but the whole thing here is like your your motivation. Like that's what that's what made me sort of go. You know, Erica really should be on the podcast because here's the deal: you got the two kids, you got the full time job, you got the husband that's got the wacky job hours. So why don't you share when you do most of your runs? My only time of day to do this is at usually 5 a.m. Right. So I have some friends that do the 5 a.m. That's not exactly crazy. You know, it's not it's not too crazy. No. But um, so you have the 5 a.m. runs. Yeah. Um, you also like, like you said, the whole cross training or the not stretching enough has led kind of to like, you got this thing for for working out all of a sudden. And I think that was my biggest switch. You asked, you know, why all of a sudden from going one day a week of running to mm-hmm. deciding to run a half. Right. Is that I had been doing yoga for over a year mm-hmm. and it had changed everything. Right. Suddenly you felt better. Oh, my gosh. The running got easier. It, 
it just and then I learned how to stretch and I think if I would have done that right prior I would never have had to have that surgery or it could have been a different outcome right I could have helped it but now you're you're feeling like it's helping now yeah right and so You've done like we we worked out a schedule, and you're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do yoga this day. I'm gonna do TRX this day. I'm probably gonna do circuit stuff this day. I'm gonna do uh, what beach body blaster nine thousand. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I mean, so you do all of those things, and you find, and then you're running. Yeah. And um, I I need some of that. Like, quite honestly. <laughs> I need I need to like so here I am going ooh I'm kind of busy I got the two kids I got the full time job I got the wife thing and I got all of that and like I'm going I just don't and you know I don't have time and I feel the opposite about you and I'm like how does he run all these miles and do all this all week long right I mean it for me it's what an hour an yeah. hour a day mm-hmm. and that's my outlet that's my only outlet right yeah. so I make time for that except for when you're doing like the beach body blaster. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't understand though. That motivation is, is I don't know. Maybe we're looking, we're looking at different sides of a mirror, I guess, or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, okay, so when you got, you were going through this plan, and you were all meeting together, and did you have like different? Uh, you know, you had people of differing abilities, right? You had, you had three people, and you grew up to five people, and. Yep. So you had some people that ran slow, some people that ran fast. How did that How did that whole dynamic sort of work for you? So when we first started in September, um, there were four of us, and we all were about the same pace, which mm-hmm. was great. We all it was nice because you can pair up. And then a fifth girl came along, who had never run before, in the best shape ever, and just went out and ran like six miles. Mm-hmm. And so as time went on. Then she became the fast one. Mm-hmm. So then one of the other girls started to keep up with her a little more. Well, then there was the, we were split. There were two that were fast. There were two or one that was really slow and then two of us in the middle. And But we never wanted to leave anybody behind. Right. So then the one that was left behind or the last, the one that was had a little bit of the slower pace, she ended up hurting herself and she had to stop running altogether. Huh. So did did she hurt herself because she was trying to do too much? She to was doing too much. Yeah. Besides running, she belongs to five different gyms. And yeah. she, I mean, it, she was overachieving everything. Right. But she, so then once she stopped, then there was the four of us. And then the one that was real fast, she, it was hurting her body. So she stopped it. Right. So then it was the orig- back to the original three. Then it was back to the original three. <laughs> and so, you know, I mean, I when I was doing, I say like I'm retarded, when I was doing my best running, um, but there is something to a group that can stick together and t- can train together, you know. And I have my group of friends that that's well documented on the podcast. Like, I think we were all feeling sort of our greatest when we were going out for these big long runs together. And and we all sort of go like, wow, that was a really good year, you know. And yeah. we, we know that we're not going to be able to, like, recreate that. Right. But when it came to race time, like, we all sort of raced. You know, we yeah. ran our own our own race. But when I saw you at Flower City, you three were sticking together the whole time. Yeah. Our motto was you start <laughs> together, we finish together. So it wasn't exactly like a race for you guys. No, it was more of an accomplishment than anything. Yeah. Um, one of the girls, this was her third half, 
-hmm. And then um, the two of us that had started the year ago, January, this was both of our first. And our goal was, let's complete it. At one point, we had a goal of, you know, finishing in a certain time. Mm -hmm. But as time went on, it it, it just ended up being, let's just complete it and, and be good with that. Right. And the nice thing, too, is... I love running with these girls. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's just bonded us a lot. Mm-hmm. But not if I couldn't run with those girls, I also have two other sets of running friends. Oh, you got that! Some, I always you got some backups. Yeah, like <laughs> I meet with a, a set of three girls now. You know, a couple days a week in the morning, You're and cheating. sometimes we'll run together. Or you know, there's another group. Um, You're of women. cheating on them, huh? No, and sometimes they'll all join us too. So, oh, okay. but it's kind of nice to be able to have that. Uh-huh. Like, there's always somebody that you can call to go mm-hmm. out with, right? So there's really and, no excuse. And how many times have you like? Do you enjoy running by yourself? No, at all. I hate no? it. Can't stand it. I huh? hate it. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite of my husband, who you know, yeah. only runs by himself. Right. He's he's never run with me ever. No. Not once. No. Um. So. Okay, wow. So you never like, oh, I just need to go be alone and go run? No. That's when you're doing yoga, though? You do your yoga alone? Uh, no, I go to a yoga studio for that. Man, so you're just, you're a people person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, cool. You know, you can just talk to yourself when you run. That's a lot of what I do. No, <laughs> it's not as fun. <laughs> no. Um. Okay. So let's get to that part where you were talking about. So you were good through like Christmas and you, that's, you know, winter warrior was like the middle of January, right? Yeah. So were you kind of like just feeling yucky around then? Like what, what was I think the after winter warrior? It was the winter blues. It was so cold and we still bundled up and went out, but it was like, this sucks. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to be out here and what are we doing? And I think we just got, bored with it our bodies got tired and nobody wanted to get up we were in a rut so the winter warrior um you did it as a relay right and you had three people on the relay two people on the relay two people okay so you're supposed to do six and a half miles right as the relay and so that's that's what you did you did the first half or the second half of the winter warrior first half yeah How'd that work out for you? Yeah, that, I'm, I'm so glad I did the first half because it was cold. <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> so, okay, was that like your first ever, you know, race or first ever event? No. Um, shortly after um, I had Sophie, um, so just about five years ago, um, I had done the mini try at the Y. And yeah, that's, that's when right. I kind that. of, th- that one was after, but I had tried that a little bit and I liked the running piece. And then I ran a 5k with a, a friend of mine and that was my first like race. What 5k? Do you remember what 5k that was? I don't. No, mm, must not have been that great. It wasn't, wasn't that not, memorable. You always <laughs> remember your first time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so you had run a 5k previously. So yeah. you didn't have any of those like nervousy race jittery type things. Yeah. Like I've ran the turkey trot that I, you know, a couple different turkey trots mm-hmm. and, um, other, I did a, a 10k, the lollipop 10k. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've done a bunch of those and I've been nervous mm-hmm. and I've always got a good, you know, good music set to play. Yeah. Which the nice thing is now I don't want to run with any music. Right. Cause then, well now, cause you're chatting people's ears off. That's it. 
Wow. What, so you, when you first started running, though, you were running alone and listening to music yeah. and everything. And yeah. Yeah. What's your jam? A lot of 90s music. Yeah. That's the way it goes. That's right. When I had the Sirius in the in the car, that's all I would listen to is the 90s. Uh-huh. It's all we still listen to. <laughs> and the kids are like, what is this? I'm like, look. <laughs> Best music ever. <laughs> yeah. They totally, they get some of the songs now they ask for again. You know, right. They, they always ask for too legit to quit. Yeah. I think that's a funny rhyme that they Sir like. Mix a Lot. Yeah. No, they never got to hear Baby Got Back. <laughs> <laughs> My kids like it and they got the dance moves down too. <laughs> nice. Little in the middle. Um, <laughs> we've taken a turn here so you're rocking out to 90s music but then you decided like you're chatting with people and it's time you know now now you're a chatterbox we probably can't run together then chatty mcchatty no <laughs> no we'll be fine <laughs> you could do either one the great that's what i love about it like you can run for 10 miles and maybe you talk the whole time or or maybe you don't you know you could just talk a little bit, talk a lot. I don't know. We sort of get this, at least with the people I run, we, you know when it's time to talk and when it's not time to talk, yeah. you know? So, I don't know. Um, okay. Let's see. So, let's talk about this training because I, I, I have a little bit of knowledge in there. So, you're feeling yucky leading up to Winter Warrior. There was no, like, crazy events in Winter Warrior? Nothing, nothing remarkable happened? You just ran around the loop and uh, you were done? Yeah. It was a uh, bitter bitter cold nothing could keep you warm that day mm -hmm. and um but i was happy that i did it yeah i don't know it was that was the fun part about it just being done <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i'm glad i ran that first leg because to have to wait around to do the second leg yeah would have been miserable yeah yeah it the, the standing around in the cold is much worse yeah. than running in the cold and i think i had my my fastest like six and a half mile mm -hmm. time at that point yeah but um I think because I was just cold. <laughs> just get it And over so it. I left there on a pretty good high because I had, you know, accomplished it. It was my mm -hmm. first, you know, roughly 10K, right, since yeah. I yep. had had surgery. So I was happy with that. And you came out of it uninjured. You yeah, came out no, of it, it feeling great. pretty good. Yeah. Right. But then, like, the winter blues hit yeah. and the, the ho-hum training, right? Yeah. And then we missed, you know, like, maybe only ran once a week or maybe twice a week. And then... Oh. Yep, and it starts falling apart, and then you start wondering, like, oh, what am I going to do for this half marathon? And the tough part is, like, I put the group together, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So I was always one. I was the glue to keep all of us together. So mm -hmm. now I needed somebody else to take that spot because mm -hmm. I was just, I was done. Yeah. I yeah. needed the backup. Yeah, you're feeling pretty crappy. Like, when we talked about the half marathon, you're like, I just... It's not fun anymore. And I'm like, yeah. well, why is it not fun? You're running with the same people. And then we looked at your training plan. Yeah. And what I, the thing that I saw when you didn't even tell me anything, right? I looked at it. I go, this is pretty boring. Yeah. And that, I mean, but that's what it felt like, right? Yeah. But some people think that way. Like, oh, if I'm training, all I do is I just run. Yeah. You know? And so the way that you had done this was you took... Um, what was it? A 16 week Hal Higdon, 16 week plan, right? Yep. And you basically did week one twice. And the only reason why I did that was because I figured if I have this ankle, the way that it is, mm -hmm. I don't want to injure myself again. Right. So I better really take it slow, like right. extend the 10% rule. <laughs> right. And so you went, 
you went, you did week one twice, and then you moved to week two, and you did week two twice, and week three twice. But the plan was really just straight mileage, run three miles, Only run mile. five miles, yeah. run three miles, run six miles, then you do it again the next week. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and you started that like in November? September. September, right, yeah. yeah. So, oof. Um, so when we looked at that, like the main thing we did, right, you were like, hey, why don't we spice this up? And I said, I'm no running coach. And you said, you're totally a running coach. And I said, actually, and let me tell you a little story. Um, so that's what we did, right? We, we made yeah. a new plan. We kind of zazzed it up. I got you a little spreadsheet. We got your days mapped out. And then, so this was the fun part, right? Because you broke out the daily planner. <laughs> you're like... <laughs> And I I don't know how to describe this thing other than extremely detailed. I mean, you have your days planned down to fifteen minutes almost on on a lot of days, and everybody's color coded, so you you can't. It was, it was <laughs> the whole family was color coded. It was amazing. It's like this all the time. <laughs> wow. Wow. Right. And then so I was like, okay, what days can you run? You're like, this day, this day, this day, this day, this day, this day. And I think we had planned out, we had, what, 12 weeks? Yeah, I think I think there were... 12 weeks or 11 weeks? 11 weeks left, I think. And we had planned out the first, like, nine or eight? Yeah, eight, first eight. Yeah. And so what we did was we did the four weeks to make sure that you liked this new method. And then we did the the next four almost immediately after the first week, you're like, yeah, let's just do this, right? Right. And we sort of adjusted it. I mean, part of it is like seeing how you were doing and changing some of the days around. But one thing I think we did was sort of made it interesting again. That was my whole goal yeah. was to make it interesting again. And so we changed instead of from miles, we changed to minutes on your on your days that sort of fit in your time blocks, right? You got 45 minutes to run. Yeah. So you do 45 minutes. And Which was great too, especially with the different types of workouts. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, so then that was the other thing we did was added like speed workouts, like little pyramids. Um, the the coolest thing was though, like all all I had to do was suggest to you, this is the word, and you're you're motivated. Like you're the easiest person in the world to coach. <laughs> Wish. <laughs> I didn't see that side. I just saw like I did it right. Um, but we changed it up, right? And yeah. and it got more interesting. It was still only just running, you know. But you had your cross training in your yoga days. I mean, we had you running four days a week. Yeah. Right. But the other three days, I had to force you to make one of those days a rest day. Which is funny because. I think when we first talked, I, I said, I only want to run three days a week. And you were like, yeah, yeah, we can do that. And next thing you know, I'm running four days. <laughs> and you're like, how about these two days back to back? And I'm like, wait a minute here. <laughs> well, because you got to maximize the weekends. Right. But then but then we also worked in a, a rest day. You wanted to run three days a week and then work out four days a week. Right. And we switched it. We did four days a week running. And two of them were short days. Yep. And then the two weekend days were like an hour and a half to two hours, depending. Um, but then you wanted to do workouts in the other three days. And we had to shoehorn a rest day in there. Um, and rest is important. And I guess we'll talk about that soon. Yep. <laughs> um, no, but so over the course of this, you were more interested again. It seemed like you were definitely yeah. ex you were definitely excited. And it was good because I had, so now my group of three friends... Mm -hmm. The one ended up taking that Hal Higdon plan and doing it from scratch 
mm-hmm. and running the 12 weeks, mm-hmm. six, whatever it was, but she ended up starting it all over. My other friend and I did your plan, mm-hmm. and it's interesting because we came at the same spot, mm-hmm. you know, at the same time. But my other friend and I, like, we ended up the last 11 weeks running mostly together, and the third friend kind of came in for runs here and there. Yeah. Just because of scheduling right. conflicts. But it was so much better, and it was good because we motivated each other to, yeah. to do more. That's cool. So I was coaching two people. You should have told me that. That's right. We got to watch the feedback on these things. So that was the important thing was, you know, in the spreadsheet, um, you also gave really detailed kind of how the workout went for you a lot. Um, And that that helps, obviously. Right. And just to be able to have that kind of and we chatted a lot about, you know, oh, we can't run Thursday. I need to move it to Wednesday. Okay, well, if you're going to move it to Wednesday, don't do the same thing because you just did a workout on Tuesday do something lighter on Wednesday. And that kind of flexibility has to happen in a training plan. Yeah. And when you're looking at like something that just says, okay, you're going to do 20 miles this week. Now, what am I going to do? One mile and then 19 miles. If right. I, you know, like, so being able to move things around and change things up, I think when you're in a funk, that's, that's what I do when I'm in a funk is just go do something completely different. Yeah. And I needed somebody to push me to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that was all you really needed was somebody to go tell you to go run like that, and and then you just went and did it. Yeah, there wasn't there wasn't much beyond that. But like you said, you got. I think there might have been something too, like you were tired of being the hub of all this stuff, and that's kind of exhausting. So then you put your energy somewhere else, right? Like, hey, like this guy said, we got to go run. It's not me. I'm not saying we have right. to go run. And that makes it made it a little bit easier. And it was so we we don't mind running in the cold. I hate running in the rain. Mm-hmm. But there were days where it was just too bitter cold, and we were wimps. Mm-hmm. And we were on the treadmill, but we would Facetime each other. <laughs> so we were still running together. Oh my goodness! Wow. <laughs> So did you now do you do the other part? Uh, I mean, you probably don't because of how tight you're booked. But do you go out for coffee afterwards and hang out? And No, which I wish that, you know, we could, you know, they have um, berries and the village of Webster has their their village runners and mm-hmm. they do a Tuesday night run and, yeah. you know, around the village and they go out for beers afterwards or some of them go on Saturday mornings and they go out for breakfast sandwiches after. So it's like, you know, with my husband's schedule, it's not. Yeah. It's not, you know, able to do that conducive. So Mm -hmm. that kind of stinks. But we should. We should do that more often. Yeah. It's kind of nice. I mean, but then what you do, you sit around and you just talk about running anyway. So, you know. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, some people don't. Other people have other lives that they might talk about. Right. Which is kind of nice because the, the three of us all have, you know, two to three kids. So it's all about our kids and our families and uh yeah. Bitch about her husbands or, you know, <laughs> whatever it may be. Yeah. And this guy making you do a pyramid workout. Right. <laughs> so those pyramid workouts, they're pretty fun, aren't they? I actually like them a lot. I mean, they, they kind of stink, but they're kind of fun. Yeah. Um, so the the way that we did the, the pyramids um, for you was we did a minute at your pace, right? And then a two-minute break. Right. Then two minutes at race pace and then a two-minute break all the way up to, I think we got one at, we did, I think Five we started, six, was it? yeah, we think we started, we got up to six minutes and then you work your way back down. Right. And those down ones, you feel like, ah, the down is coming. I get to go only five minutes this time, but 
you, you still want to, you got to run it at the same pace. Right. You know? So I, I had a feeling that you would either, you, you know, you, you only go one way or the other at those things. You don't feel neutral about a pyramid workout. But yeah, you used your probably your most exclamation points on the training plan <laughs> was when you'd, you're like, I did it! Exclamation, exclamation. Now, the other thing, too, is a lot of those pyramid workouts I did on the treadmill. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I feel like, am I cheating myself because I'm not outside doing this? Mm-hmm. Um, but Well, I mean, the good thing is if you're new at them and you've never done them, you don't know how to sustain that pace, so the treadmill does it for you. Right. That's definitely, that's a good thing, you know, and then you learn what that pace is. Yeah. So. I don't think it matters. You did the work, you know. Those are the days when I run by myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. When I'm not FaceTiming. (laughs) The curse workouts. Um, So what was the biggest, like, what was the biggest adjustment that you had to go through going through this, like, plain mileage plan to now this new kind of creative, interesting plan? Um, Probably just the speed. The speed workout was my biggest, like, challenge. Mm -hmm. And, um... And I like the way that you had built it in, you know, where before people were like, okay, today's a, a sprint day where you're going to sprint, you know, four miles. Mm-hmm. I, that's not me. I don't want to sprint. Yeah. Like, I, that's why, I, I think that's probably why a lot of those those faster days mm-hmm. or the pyramid days or whatever it is, um, I would run on the treadmill because I wouldn't have a chance to, you know, I wouldn't do it outside. Right. But I, you know, so going from the the boring to the now this other new plan, it was something new. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know, it was... It was new. I think it was new, it was have, interesting. And, and you really didn't have much of a choice because you knew this half yeah. marathon was coming. And, you, you know, the other thing, too, is like, I was always after my surgery, well, if, if I can get out there, I don't care what my pace is. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, all right. So I started at like a... 12 minute pace or 12 and a half minute pace mm-hmm. and then I was like oh, I can do this and then those days where we would do those sprints or even peri- like whatever it was mm-hmm. I would you know I had brought up my um, my pace to be about 1030 mm-hmm. and I'm like that's pretty awesome to see that I mean I I, don't, I can't sustain that pace for an entire half but well that's not where you start but no but I think the the other ones where we had you just doing um, 15 minutes, you know, yeah. 15 minutes of you do, do a mile warm up, do 15 minutes at, you know, actually running fast. Yeah. Um, and then do another mile of cool down for a little short day. Um, that's a workout, you know, that people are like, Rrr. but if you run a 12 minute mile and then 15 minutes and then another 12 minute mile, you're, you're, uh, got 45 minutes in you. So yeah. I don't know. I think that that you can be creative in those ways and still get your, you know, your workout. And for you running, running 15 minutes is a mile and a half hard, you know? So. Yeah, Yeah, it is hard. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Again, I saw the most exclamation points on the speed days. (laughs) But it's interesting because there's a a neighbor that runs over here and she has, um, she runs with her dog. And I think this girl has like an eight minute pace mm-hmm. on a bad day. Mm-hmm. Like she's just fast. And she went out with us one morning and she took off. And I'm like, she's like, you coming? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I got to work on that pace. Yeah. <laughs> like how does she do this? Mm-hmm. 
it's it's about turnover, turnover, turnover. And then we did some of those too, right? We did little drills. Yeah. We did the butt kicks and the high knees. Yeah. Hate those, huh? I hate those. Yeah, those are pretty terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but those are gonna those help because when you're tired, you know, you're using those muscles. Right. And um, to give to be able to do that to get your legs up high when everybody does the shuffle. Yeah. And the shuffle isn't great for a lot of reasons. So you know. Um. And the other, did you have any other issues training at all? Was there any other problems or anything? I mean, I know you had a couple times where like your heel was hurting a little bit, right? Yeah. I mean, I was really diligent about stretching my calves, my hips, my hamstrings, mm-hmm. my quads, just to stay loose, my back. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I, I felt pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but once my heels started to hurt, I feel like things kind of went downhill again Mm -hmm. and it didn't matter how many times a day that i would stretch them yeah and we put in put in some extra rest days for that right and we did some walking days just to like get time walking around and not tighten up or anything but um like i was saying i think it it's it's interesting that that's the heel on the same side as your ankle surgery right you know so and the other thing too is um so a month before the Flower City half, we did a course preview, mm-hmm. and we went out right. with Fleet Feet, and it was an 11-mile course preview, and I'm like, if I can do this, I know that I can do the half. Yep. And the week before, I think you had me planned for like eight. Yep. It was my long run. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to increase from eight to 11. So my friend and I went, and we said, all right, well, let's pace with a 1230 group. We would really like to pace at 11.30 for the race, so let's try the 12.30 and just to see if we can do it. We had no issues. It felt great. I yep. didn't – it was wonderful. Yeah. I was so proud of myself. I was in the top of my game. Like, it was great. And then that last month, I lost it. I don't know that you lost it so much. I mean, y- your schedule got a little crazy. Yeah. You know, so that that's never going to help. Um, I'm living that right now. Um, but if you if you would have seen yourself during the race, you at one point you were running backwards, like in the front of the group telling them, come on, let's go. I mean, nobody in their in their first half marathon at mile nine is like trotting backwards, <laughs> you know, so you were in the right shape. I think you were ready to go. But again, you were just on a Sunday stroll with the girls, you know? Yeah. So I don't think you actually ran that. I think you could have been a half hour faster. Probably. Yeah. You know, but I didn't, I didn't no, want to that, leave them. But that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. not, that's not what it was about for you. Right. But I think your fitness was at a point where you could have easily done that right. a half hour faster. And you know, and you probably should have, cause you would have missed two rainstorms. <laughs> oh gosh. And you know, when it, that's how it was. You know, I was always a cheerleader in the fall. Mm-hmm. And then once winter came, those girls became my cheerleader. Yeah. You know, and so yep. we never left each other at any time. So I feel like I, I couldn't have left any of these girls. I mean, yep. we've been through thick and thin together. Yep. I'm just saying, I don't think you lost it is all I'm saying. Yeah. I think yeah. it was, I think it was there. Um, but there was the, there was that point where, um, you sort of got a little, you got, I guess, what did you say? Like, I don't, I don't under, I should go back and look at the text message you sent me, but it was something like, I don't even know why I'm going to bother trying to do this. 
And I think it was because you had missed two running days in a row or something. Yeah. And you're like, uh, my heel kind of hurts. I don't even know why I'm going to bother doing this. And I'm like, okay, you know, fine. You've only been doing this for a year and a half. Good luck. You know, good luck quitting now. Yeah. And then the next day you're like right back on the stick. Yeah, I, I couldn't. You're right. At that point, I wasn't going to stop. <laughs> and those two other girls were not going to let me stop. <laughs> right. Exactly. They're going to know you're coming. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, race day, did you have the jitters before this one today or, you know, last week? No, that's the funny part. Like. I knew what to expect by doing that course preview, mm-hmm. and I just feel like, all right, it's another day to go out. And then my con- my other concern was the weather. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, what am I going to do? Yeah. You know, so I'm like, ah, I look at the radar, and girls and I are texting back and forth at, you know, 4.30 in the morning, like, no, no, you're going to bring a jacket. No, I'm not going to bring a jacket. Okay, great. We're going to be fine. Rain's not supposed to come till 11. We'll be good. And yeah. And so we got there. I had everything laid out the night before. I mean, you had told me when I did the course preview, treat it like it's race day. Mm-hmm. Get everything set, and I did that. So I mm-hmm. did the same thing again for this. I knew what to bring this time. Yeah. Where that morning then, here's Joe fumbling <laughs> around in the dark, waking up 15 minutes before we have to leave, <laughs> trying to find everything. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Like, get your shit together. <laughs> He didn't have a coach. What's he? You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't listen anyway. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you're ready to go. I mean, then that's that, right? Yeah, it like, was. A, it was exciting. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I was. It was exciting to start, and we were like, "Hey, we're out here. This is great." So, what do you want to talk about? Like, yeah, it was good. Yeah. But then you know, like mile four hit, and we were like, on East Ave, you know, and I said, "Girls, don't look ahead." And we looked ahead, and it was like black. Yep. And I'm like, oh, and I'm like, all right. So then it starts to drizzle a little bit. And I'm like, I can handle this. This is good. And then we shoot the corner and we go up Goodman. And I'm like, okay, here's here's the first, quote unquote, slight incline. Yeah. Right. And then that's when you had showed up. Yeah. And then it started to come down a little bit. I got a little bit wet. Yeah. And then we got up through Highland Park and down into the, just the start of Mount Hope. And then that's when it just came down in buckets. And then the, all I remember is the thunder and the lightning in the middle of the cemetery. And it's like, somebody's trying to tell us something here. Like, we definitely should not be in here. We were sopping wet. And I think at that point, I lost all enjoyment of yeah. that race. Like, I trained so long for this. It was such a letdown. Like, I can't even enjoy this beautiful course. Yeah. It stinks, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, go run in San Diego then. You yeah, know? right. right. <laughs> yeah. Between the bitter cold for the Winter yeah. Warrior and mm-hmm. then this. If you, you know, we we joke um, about, you know, Rochester weather, just wait 15 minutes uh, and it'll change. Like we've been on, I've been on runs, trail runs, you know, that are seven hours long and we experience three different seasons during the it's during crazy. the run, you know? Yeah. So it, it just, it happens. And, and I think dealing with it, getting out of that headspace, you know, and you, you were not in any mood for any of my jokes. Like you were not, <laughs> I was trying, you know, I was trying to crack jokes and you just were not interested. I'm yeah. surprised you didn't knock me off my bike. <laughs> like, it was miserable that, oh gosh. And it just didn't stop. Like, it stopped for, what, maybe five minutes at most, and it would start up again. And 
It wasn't like a light rain. It was coming down. I thought it yep. was hailing at one point. Yeah, but you were you were going. I mean, you were still moving. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The only way out is through at that point. Well, that's right? the other thing too. We were so cold that I couldn't walk because I needed to keep moving. <laughs> yeah, it was funny though. The, um, the one guy I was riding the bike, you know, and and the one guy behind me, he's like. I can't believe I'm walking down the down the river walk right now. He's like, I should be running. I'm like, yeah, you you should be running. <laughs> so start running. I was like, yeah, you're you're. It's going to take you longer if you walk. And um, so I was underneath uh, when it really came down really hard. I was on top of the Fourth Street Bridge, and I I went underneath the Fourth Street Bridge, and that's where the band was playing. Um, and, and they were playing and it was nice cause we were out of the rain and everything. And then, um, all the drainage came and it came down underneath the bridge, you know, and all the, all the high school kids were lifting their feet up while they're trying to play. And the teacher was <laughs> like, your feet will be fine. And I had my bike parked on the side. It got up, you know, three inches up over the tire. It was, wow. so we kind of got chased out of there, yeah. you know, but I have to tell you though. I was so happy to see you, and I'm like, well, I can't stop now. Like you were my motivator. Like <laughs> that was my I'm not going to stop running. And here he is, right here. He's coached me for how long now? That was my whole point. <laughs> show up, and then you'd be like, oh, it's that guy. Uh, can we get out of here? I don't have a choice now. I got to really keep moving. <laughs> you did fine though. Like I said, I you were you had so much energy. You were ready to go. And we we did pretty good up until probably mile ten. Mm-hmm. And I was okay with it all, but you know, my girlfriend, her knee started bothering her pretty bad, and she's had some issues with that knee before, and mm-hmm. it was just to the point she's like, "I gotta walk," and I, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't want to leave her behind. Yeah, you do what you gotta do. Yeah. Right? That was that was the agenda that you guys set out. Yeah. I just feel good because it looked like you were. You, like you said, you could have done whatever you wanted to do. If you wanted to run that a half hour faster, you could have. Which is interesting because then at the end you said that. And then I kept thinking, all right, well, well what's the next half? <laughs> and then we went home and that afternoon I had texted one of the other girls I had ran with. I said, do you want to sign up for the Buffalo half? We got four weeks. We got a good base. Chris told us that we could do it. <laughs> and she's like, give me 48 hours to think about it. <laughs> that's that's about what you need. You need 48 hours to get over it. I was so ready to sign up that day. <laughs> I'm like, forget this. I'm going to definitely cut off a half hour of my time. <laughs> and I, you know, I mean, that's only two minutes a mile, you know, that's right. not, not a problem at all. Um, and so the finish was the finish all you had hoped it would be? Finishing no. your first half marathon? No, it was miserable and cold. We were so so cold. Yeah, you were and, all shaky. And yeah. My husband was he was so cold that he was inside. Yeah, well, I Blue mean, Cross. That's where you should go, inside. Yeah, it's cold. N- not at the end of the finish line where your wife's crossing for her first half. <laughs> he came out, he saw it, and then he said, I'm going to go inside. <laughs> he goes, I got a picture from inside. <laughs> like oh thanks <laughs> well you know it was cold he looked miserable when i saw him yeah. under the bridge oh boy he he did not look happy but he never dresses right for running outside anyways no. he then, doesn't ever run outside right you gotta practice but um <laughs> i had so so I, had, I asked him afterwards i was like what's that thing you were doing with your hands he's like what thing i go i, I can't explain it to you he's like i don't even know what i was doing with my hands <laughs> he was so cold though oh yuck um 
All right, so it wasn't all that pomp and circumstance and everything you hoped no, it would be. It's it didn't, disappointing. Didn't change your life. Didn't you know? No. You weren't. You didn't like see visions or anything. I like think that? running that course preview was more exciting than this. There you go. And the weather was pretty similar. So lesson here: don't sign up for races. Just run course previews. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not as expensive. <laughs> no. Uh, okay. Hmm. That's good technique. But you did. Now you're signed up for Boilermaker. Yep, Boilermaker in July and Midsummer's Night. Yeah, uh, you're going to do the trail run, right? So yeah. the Medved uh, Midsummer Night's tr- Madness. That's the the new. That's so. That's a new race. That's the. This is the first time it's happening. Ever. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's the. So last week was Medved Madness, um, and that was that's every year. It's 15 miles in Menden Ponds Park. Now they're going to do a summer version of it. Oh, cool. So that's exciting. I'm signed up for that, too. We'll be our first race together. That's right. No, well, no. Boilermaker will be. Oh, yeah. I'm signed up for Boilermaker. That's right. Oh, I've never run Boilermaker before. Me neither. I'm pretty oh. excited for it. Wow. And the oh. other, you know what else, too, is um, three of my friends are running the Marine Corps Marathon. Yeah. And um, so I signed up to do the 10K. You're hooked. I'm hooked. <laughs> well, I don't think it's more about the running. I think it's more about going away for the girls' weekend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's um, that one will probably be an emotional weekend. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be a big deal. Um, a Boilermaker is going to be fun, I think. Um, I'm excited for that one. It's hot, though, yeah. as far as I understand. I don't know. Lots of beer. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. Um, okay, so what are your plans between now and the Boilermaker? What are you going to do? Well, uh, after the race, I had some pain in my side of my foot, mm. and um, one of the girls that I was running with, one of the three of us, she went because she also had a pain on the right side of her foot, too, and she had it checked out, and um, turns out that she tore a tendon, Wow! and she's in a boot for a month. What? Yeah, and she's like, your heels have been bothering you for so long, go have them checked out. But I didn't tell her at that point that, yeah, my heels were bothering me. Right. It was on the side of my foot. It wasn't, I mean, it's on the side of my heel. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not the plantar fasciitis, it's something else. Right. So um, I went in, I had an x-ray, um, so this was last week, and it's either a bone bruise or a stress fracture, but it won't show up on the x-ray yet until it calcifies over. Hmm. So, but regardless, the only way to treat it is to rest it yeah so i am i really am interested in like because like i said it's on the side of your your ankle surgery i think it has something to do with the way you're running you know and the way you're landing but it's in and it's interesting because of the way that your training went you you had like soreness um but it would go away you know the next day and so I don't know. I wonder if it was because you were out there so long, you know, and exacerbated it. Well, that's know? the reason why my the other one tore her tendon mm-hmm. was because she had ran at a slower pace than she was ever normally used to right. running. And I mean, you were training for two and a half hours. Right. And so your training at any point in time, the longest you ever ran, I think, was an hour and 45 minutes right around... I think it was like little, it was more than that for the preview. For the preview, right. Yeah. That was the one time. But then most of the time we, were, we weren't yeah. even getting you up to two hours. No. And so then you're up around three hours for this, right? Yeah. 
So, you know, I mean, there's a lot of ifs and ands and buts and all that. Right. Boo earns. And, so, you know, it's it's rough because you, 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 can't, you can't run. Yeah. You can ride a bike. Yay. I mean, that doesn't excite me as much. <laughs> <laughs> I can do some workouts. I got to be careful with squats can't, and lunges. Can you do the body blaster, the beach, the beach I blasting? I can't do any kind of jumping or mm. even walking bothers it. It's hard to beach blast. Yeah. Can't jump. Hmm. So, you know, I'm just trying to, for the next month-ish, we'll see if I can wait it out that long. But I still have to get back out there to be able to train enough for Boilermaker. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not going to be a race race for me, but it's something I want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And it's still, what, an 11-mile race? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, all right. So we gotta get a schedule going, Chris. <laughs> so yeah, I'm booked up. I can't do it. No, I. You know, it's fun. It's a. Uh, I. I've told you for a long time that this is this is a, a thing that's been in the back of my mind, and I think especially you know helping beginners get over a lot of you know things like a boring training plan or a, I don't really know how to structure workouts or a what the hell am I supposed to do for eating on a long run right and, you know how do I how do I not take 20 poops in a day and yeah. you know all that kind of stuff I've, I've done all those things yeah. so <laughs> and that was know? a nice thing is you know I could text you at any time of day and be like I don't know what to do with this and you'd be like all right try this yeah, try, try that try there's there's like there's no right answer there's a lot of things to try you know and then find the one that works and if you find something else let me know right (laughs) because i'll try it um yeah i know i think we could put together something for boilermaker we get you you know fast and flat that's what it is right yeah and there's a couple climbs but um yeah that'll be fun and even afterwards, so uh, Joe sent me a text. He's like, hey, you think you can get me down under 150 for the shoreline? Erica's talked so much about you. I figure I might as well give it a try. <laughs> Step one, go outside. That's right. It's gonna, he's going to be like, I can't follow this plan. <laughs> Out the window. I got too many shows to catch up on. <laughs> I got to run on the treadmill today. Got to watch my stories. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that'll be fun. Um, and then you, so you have three races lined up. Yeah. Whoa. It's pretty exciting. <laughs> it's pretty exciting, isn't it? It's, it's, uh, it's contagious. Is that the yeah. right word? I mean, yeah. like addicting, addicting. Yeah. That's the, yeah. that's the right word. Yeah. Um, so do you think you're going to, uh, do you, do you have a desire to see how fast you can run a race or do you think for you, like signing up for the races is mostly social events, like a big party type of thing. No, I, I definitely want to do it more for time. Right. Um, Boilermaker. No, that's a social event. Yeah. Um, but that, that Marine Corps, I would like to run a, mm-hmm. I mean the, the midsummer is a trail. It's going to be my first trail run. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to run on the trails before that. Yeah. Let me yeah. tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> With you. <laughs> yeah. We'll take you out and we'll give it, we'll get you acquainted. It should not be your first run. On no. The trails. Well, your first trail race. Yeah. And that'll be, that's going to be a total social event. You'll have a good time. Yeah. That one. The, if, you know, the, the Medved races are, that's what they're about. They're about hanging out before, you know, going for a run and then hanging out afterwards. Right. So right. that'll be really cool. And there's lots of spots for that too. So you can convince all your right. all your girlfriends, <laughs> all your different cliques of girls, they could all sign up with That's you. That's right. 
they do have a relay race for that too as that's well. what we're doing is the right. relay oh okay yeah that's good yeah so we need at least another team so we each have somebody to run with. <laughs> well, you said you got three groups of girls. You can I can run, pull them out. <laughs> you could run one leg for each team. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I could. <laughs> that would be pretty sweet. Um, yeah. What else? What else going on? Anything good? Nothing? So, yeah. So I think uh, maybe that's the next thing we work on is uh, for time. Yeah. I think that would be pretty cool. I need another. I Like, I need another. So after... Um, I had told my girlfriend about possibly signing up for the Buffalo half. Mm-hmm. Then I went and I'm like, I mean, being from Buffalo, I mean, you and I both know, I mean, it's, that mm-hmm. race isn't all too exciting. No, the first half is this, if you run the half, it's neat because you run along the waterfront. Right. But then the second half is like, meh. Yeah. You know, so. Not in great neighborhoods. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. Right. They're working on it. It's a work in progress. That's a right. A city on the move. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> But, it, you know, the other thing, too, is, is the price. Mm-hmm. So it's like I want to find the fun. If I'm going to pay that kind of a price and I'm going to run another half, then I want to find something that's worth my time. Yep. So there's a race called the Damn Good Trail Race. It's in Letchworth State Park. It's seven miles out, seven miles back. It's fourteen 14-mile race on the trails. Yeah. It's a pretty nice race. Yeah, more trails. It's like a half marathon. We we need to get me out on the trails first before we... Well, and trail races are cheap, much cheaper. Much the dirt cheap. cheap. Mm-hmm. Dirt cheaps are, are pretty, yeah. you know, that's what it's in the name, you know, dirt cheap. Right. But uh, yeah, you'll find the trail races are, are fun and they're less money. Yeah. Of course, you and you also get to play in the mud or the dirt and get dirty and that's a good times. Easier on your body, you think? I think so. Um, a, a lot there's a lot of like you know science and a lot of hocus pocus and everything, but the main thing is the the ground is softer, but also you're not beating the same exact muscle every time. You're landing differently because you're on the trails, so right. you got to move your feet, and that's the thing. You beat on your feet the same way yeah. for three hours. But when you're on the trails, you got to move and you got to land differently. You're adjusting for roots and rocks. Your foot is falling differently each time. Right. Um, your pace is always adjusting because you're either going up or down, even if it looks flat. Right. You know, so there's just a lot more. Plus, you got all the like circuit training and everything you do. You got all the muscles yeah. that you need to stabilize. We and- ran a lot of um, trails in Webster in mm-hmm. the fall. Just to get off of the road and, mm-hmm. you know, and that was nice. Yep. I really like running whiting. Mm-hmm. That's a there's a race in um, Whiting. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, there's the Webster Trail Classic, which is that's the first week in June, so it's probably too soon for you. Yeah. But you know, there's there's options. We got options. <laughs> I I'll put together a training race package for you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. What else? Anything else cool? And no, I th- I think that's uh. That's, yeah. It's surprising to see. And, you know, what most of you don't know is that, so Chris and I have known each other <laughs> six, 16 years. Six, yeah, 16. 16 years. Wow, it is 16. Yeah, And the two of us were completely different 16 years ago. <laughs> Chris was definitely not running. I was definitely not running. No. But it's kind of neat to see us at this point now. Yeah, it's been fun. It's been a whole different aspect you know and yeah. and it, it makes sense that a you know long long 16 year uh friend takes the leap and says hey why don't you uh coach me you know 
now now perfectly good strangers will be you know be confident in, in my in my abilities they will say i heard what you did with erica Let's hey, make this happen. I've put I've put your name out there in all those different <laughs> running groups. Let me tell you. <laughs> so, oddly enough, I think Erica has actually run more after her ankle surgery than she ever did before it. it it's really amazing what a determined person can do when somebody tells them you, they can't, right? And, and we wonder where our children get it from. Am I right? Am I right? Come on. Um, interesting bit about her new coach, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, her new, uh, you know, that's me. Um, I've been doing some uh, background coaching here and there with runners. And, you know, in general, I think a lot of what I do on the radio show and the podcast is kind of like that mental, you know, coaching. Um, so, and I found more and more that I really enjoy it. So, uh, let's do it formally, especially with, you know, beginning runners and people that want to break out of ruts. I'm not exactly the guy that'll get you to a Boston qualifier. I think that's more like uh, Chris Patterson at Apex Running. But uh, I definitely have the ideas to get you on the right track and to break you out of those ruts and to get you started. So if you're a new runner, one thing that's super important is taking care of your body and getting proper rest. You might have heard me railing on Erica about that. It's it's important to get rest and to recover. I mean, you're asking your body to do some hard new stuff, and it's going to need some recuperation time. In addition to rest, some standard recovery things that Erica mentioned, like yoga or stretching and rolling, they can be extremely helpful. And massages. Massages can also be helpful. Especially good massages, like the ones that you get from Josh Stratton, LMT. You all remember Josh, right? Well, let me tell you about him. <laughs> Josh is a sponsor of the show. Josh is a licensed massage therapist who knows the treatments that active athletes need. Though, I'm not sure he knows any treatment for riding your bike slowly in the rain syndrome, which I got during Erica's half marathon. But his office is inside Sports PT in Winton Place. Use the code PEMI when booking in May or June for $15 off a 60-minute massage. I haven't been in to visit him in a while, and uh, my piriformis is screaming at me. And not in the good way that my piriformis screams when Josh has his elbow buried in it, but I, I digress. Even if you don't like elbows in your piriformis, Josh is still the right choice. Stratton is a runner, so he knows where the aches are, he can find them quickly, and he knows the right treatments to help you keep going. He's also very receptive to feedback and can customize your session however you'd like. He can do therapeutic massage, sports massage, specific treatments, you know, just uh, just your piriformis or just your ankles or your really bad shoulders, whatever it is, flavor of the month, uh, deep tissue massages, and even Swedish massage. He can customize how you'd like, and he's very receptive to feedback. Did I mention that? I didn't mention that. Um, just let him know. Uh, man, just talking about him makes me miss him. I definitely need to get in there soon. So anyway, head out to his website at joshstrattonlmt.com. You can find that link in the show notes to learn more and to book an appointment. Tell him you heard about it here on this podcast and use this month's code PEMI, P-E-M-I, PEMI, and he'll give you $15 off 60-minute massage. Yeah, what's normally 65 bucks for an hour will be 50 bucks. So thanks to Josh for supporting the show. Those show notes, by the way, are at 
runninginsideoutpodcast.com slash zero five zero. Wait, zero five zero? Fifty, he says with feigned surprise. Wow, that's like the golden anniversary, right? Yeah, golden anniversary. We're going to have to celebrate soon. You know, soon. We, we will definitely celebrate. Uh, I wonder if anybody has any cool ideas for a celebration of 50. What what things, what of significance? I don't know. Um, so we'll probably have to combine it with the podcast's second birthday, which is coming right up in June. So, yeah, lots of celebrations everywhere. Uh, but first, we run, right? We run. That's what we do. Anyways, uh, be sure to check out the episode show notes for links to some of the topics in the episode, like tales of online training plans gone awry, uh, that new race that we mentioned, Midsummer Night's Madness uh, from Medved, as well as information on our sponsor, Josh Stratton LMT. You can also find links to our Strava Run Group and the Patreon page. So speaking of Patreon, thank you to all of this month's Patreon supporters. Your continued financial support continues to help me improve this podcast. If you know anything about websites and anything about domains and anything about birthdays, they all happen on a yearly mark. So thank you, Patreons, for that help. Um, And if you look forward to this podcast each week and it inspires, educates, or entertains you regularly, continue becoming, uh, continue, consider becoming a supporter and you know, you other folks uh, continue supporting, Uh, check out the homepage and click on the Patreon banner. Please know that any amount of support is appreciated. Thank you. Oh, by the way, Patreon's got a uh, advanced notice about the nutrition with Natalie and got to provide feedback and got first dibs. Just, Just saying is all. So, um, also, yes, please contact me if you'd like more information about the nutrition with Natalie. If you want to chat about this episode with other listeners, just simply share your uh, they told me I'd never stories. You know, consider joining our Running Inside Out Slack where we talk about all manner of things from recent episodes to managing busy family schedules to our latest and greatest run. As I say, it's sort of like social media, but without the media. If that sounds like your kind of place, check out the sidebar of the website for links that will uh, get you a Slack invite. I'm also on the social medias, you know, the Twitters, at Run Inside Out, the Instas, at uh, Running Inside Out, and also there's a Facebook page. So thank you all for listening, subscribing, and telling your friends. Thanks for sharing your stories and getting out there to create more stories. Until next episode, be thankful for what you've been given, be proud of what you've achieved, and let go of what you've lost. See you out there.